and welcome back to Real Talk Sports with Rico. I'll be your host today. As I first want to go ahead and thank Anchor for being our platform. I want to go ahead and thank our sponsors here for putting sponsorship on the show. And then lastly, I want to go ahead and thank the fans out there who have uh, given us a listen and also helped us drive some more um, topics here for the show. So without further ado, today's show, we're actually talking about the uh, NBA finals here and actually talking a bit more about the uh, Eastern Conference Finals that just took place here in the Western Conference Finals. We'll talk a little bit about that and uh, some of the new news here in the NBA. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it. So the Miami Heat actually are able to advance here yesterday, winning um, in six versus the Boston Celtics, um, winning 4-2 in this game. So um, the Miami Heat back to the NBA Finals, uh, Eric Spolstra, um, if you know already, he coached LeBron James, he's coached Chris Bosh, he's uh, coached Dwayne Wade and that super team, won a couple championships with them, um, been in several championships actually, and he's also had a ton of experience and success there in Miami, and it's interesting that Miami now <clears throat> will be heading out of the Eastern Conference over into the NBA Finals to face the Los Angeles Lakers. And so my take on that is I had picked Miami as a dark horse team um, some months back. I, I really anticipated that they might have a chance, especially when they were the teams in the East that had the most success against the Milwaukee Bucks at the time who were the best in the East. And I thought, hey, if any team has a chance to take them out, it would be the Miami Heat. And I really liked how Miami came together in their playoff run. Um, when you look at what Tyler Hero was able to do as a rookie, you look at what Duncan Robinson was able to do as an undrafted rookie, um, you look at what Crowder was able to do, and Crowder's played on several successful teams. I mean, he played on a Boston team that was very successful, um, and he you know, moved over. He's played in Cleveland with LeBron. Um, you know, he also, too, is – a guy that is tough coming out of Marquette, played with Jimmy Butler. These are guys that, you know, weren't highly recruited, but uh, basically played their way into top tier players. Um, he played excellent. Um, you look at Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler evolved even more as a superstar because being a Chicago Bulls fan and watching a lot of Jimmy Butler, Jimmy's impact on the game was more... Um, you know, he was a scorer and defensively he put the clamps on people. Uh, but I think in this particular series, and I think for this particular team, not only does he score the ball, but also score the ball and defend, but he does a terrific job, I think, in putting players in position to be successful. And I think that he's kind of taken the next step and evolved as a superstar because now I'm starting to think of the conversation that I think Charles Barkley had said one time where he's saying, you know, as a superstar, I've always felt like I could go out, I could get my 25 to 30 a night. But then, you know, my question or, you know, one of the challenges that I would have to take upon myself is could I get other guys shots? Could I make other guys better around me? And I think Jimmy Butler has answered that calling. I think he, he's done a terrific job in being a leader in that particular way 
and basically getting guys into spots to where they're successful, uh, making sure that the defensive coverages are on point. And the great thing about it is Jimmy Butler now, he's become more of a fourth quarter closer for you um, versus, you know, I look at some of his, his earlier stops, whether it was Chicago, uh, whether it was Minnesota or Philly, you know, he was pretty much dependent on to be uh, a top contributor throughout the four quarters. And if he didn't contribute through the four quarters, then those teams usually lost or they struggled to win. Um, but this team is so good um, that they have around him. He's been able to basically pick his spots and Miami Heat have done terrific. They've run really terrific just kind of running off of them. And so um, another person that has actually kind of just caught my attention here and caught the world's attention here basically is got to be Bam. Um, you know, Bam on a bottle was terrific um, in a closeout game here. He had 32 and 14 rebounds. Um, I think when you look at the evolution of Bam, you know, Bam made it, uh, he made it possible for the Miami Heat to get rid of Hashim Whiteside. Um, I think, you know, before then, you know, here he is a guy coming out of Kentucky. He showed flashes, um, knew he had to become more of a perimeter big because that's kind of where the NBA is right now versus, you know, just kind of giving the ball down into the paint and, and letting a big kind of go to work that way. Um, you look at some of the work that Bam was able to do. Um, he looked terrific coming off the dribble, pull-up jumpers, dunks, um, just a full array of, of, of just talent on display yesterday for Bam. Um, and then there was a play, too, where he gets double-teamed on the baseline, flips it behind his back to Jimmy Butler for a layup as well. I mean, it's stuff like that that I think when you look at, at Miami and what they have, they definitely, I think, have got um, a diamond and a rough in, in Bam. And I think that he's going to match up well with the Lakers here. Um, and then, you know, looking also to what they have coming off the bench, um, you know, just looking at Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic, another guy that essentially was an all-star in this league, played terrific basketball for Phoenix, and actually was a starter for Miami for some point in time until um, Kendrick Nunn came in. And you look at his what he's been able to do um, and kind of holding that squad together either off the bench or starting, whichever role that Eric Spolcher has in play, um, he's been phenomenal too, a terrific glue guy. Um, so when I look at Miami and what they were able to do as a totality, I think you're looking at a team that, uh, again, they, they came together at the right time. Um, they have the, the perfect amount of veterans on the squad, whether it's uh, Jay Crowder um, and a guy that I didn't mention that played terrific yesterday um, and going to his six finals is Andre Iguodala. You know, they have Andre Iguodala here. Udonis Haslam is still on the bench, even though he doesn't play. And he's been to the finals in three different decades. Um you know, you just you look at this roster and you look at how it's shaped and you look at the culture of this roster. It's perfect for what Pat Riley and that culture have kind of built for years in Miami. And because of that, I think that they, to me, are going to be tough for the Lakers. Um, and then, you know, so Miami was terrific. You know, kudos to Miami. Um, I had them picked as a as as my dark horse to come out of the East. Um, 
and so they 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 kind of proved me right there so terrific for them and i'm glad to see jimmy butler is actually making his first finals appearance moving forward or moving on to the other side of the ball and looking at what boston did um you know 24 from tatum 26 from jalen brown six from tice 20 from smart 20 from kimba walker 12 from gordon hayward you know i i look at this team and it's just yeah, they get to the conference finals. Um, you know, they got rid of Kyrie Irving. They bring in Kemba Walker. Um, and I think that you're looking at a team that they're, they're right there in the thick of things. I think that they're still going to retain the core that they have. I think that when you look at Boston, you look at some of the weak spots that they had. I think that they really struggled in this series because they didn't have um a big you know nothing against Daniel Tice but you know he had trouble with Bam pretty much throughout the series um you know Tice is kind of he's kind of dependent you know a lot on kind of what Tatum Jalen Brown Marcus Smart and Kimball Walker do um unlike Bam I think he's a guy that can create a shot um Enos Cantor I think he played well um, in game five and then you know it came in and gave him some okay minutes here in game six but I think that when you know Boston kind of looks at it I think that they're going to have to address the size situation and I think they're going to have to address being um, a better interior interior scoring team and then also to a better um, interior defending team because I think you know I know a lot of teams go small and I think that that kind of hurt Boston in some stretches because uh, Boston was small and you know because Boston was small across the board um, it kind of got them in a little bit of trouble defensively I think uh, you know there was a lot of a lot of tough foul calls and things like that um, you're losing on the rebounds and things like that that's always not good when you're giving teams second chances um, so I think that that's one of the things that Boston has to look at. Um, now, on the flip side of that, I think the core probably played about as well as they could play. Um, I think Gordon Hayward probably could have maybe played a little bit better. Um, but keep in mind, he was injured. He lost that month uh, out of the bubble. So if he was there for the month, I think, you know, he's probably in a little bit better shape maybe you get a little bit more scoring output because I think before he left the bubble, I thought Gordon Hayward was starting to come on strong uh, before he got the ankle injury. So I think that kind of derailed him a little bit. Um, and I think that kind of kind of slowed down Boston's growth. Um, I know Kimba Walker took a lot of heat, I think, throughout the series. Um, and really anytime Boston didn't play well, uh, which I think was kind of unjust. I, I, I get it. You know, you bring Kimball Walker in, um, you expect for him to do big things. And I think he was terrific with the core. I, I think that, you know, he distributed the ball when he could. Um, yes, there was some offensive breakdowns. You know, yes, they tried to attack zone coverages the same way that they attack man coverage, which you, you can't run those same offenses against that. I, I get that. So there were some mental breakdowns there. But to say that, you know, it was it was a bad series from Kimball Walker, I, I don't agree with that. Um, I thought he played terrific. Um, I thought Marcus Smart played terrific. I, I know yesterday, you know, they got beat pretty handedly. Um, I think that they were reaching a lot, you know, in the fourth quarter, shooting threes that just weren't there. 
Um, and that's just because, you know, Miami had got on that run, sped them up, um, and kind of got them out of their pace and what they kind of wanted to do. But I don't think that when you look at Boston, I don't, I don't think that there's too many things that they need to, to, to necessarily fix. Um, I think that their system works. I just think that from the interior, uh, they need to get a big man that, um, you know, probably defends a bit more and then also too can score a little bit more on the the offensive end. So somebody to go along with Daniel Tice. I think that they need to figure that out. Um, but other than that, I think that, you know, Brad Stevens had a good year coaching this team again. Um, again, Boston was right there. I just think that when you look at the Miami Heat, the way that they were able to come together um, and the team that they have, um, it's just it was a perfect match, you know, for these players to kind of come to the system um, and just to get it done, you know. So uh, kudos to the Miami Heat kind of getting out of the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, shifting focus and moving over to the Western Conference Finals. Um, in this situation here, we look at the Lakers. They essentially dominated the series for the most part, um, winning four games to to one there um you know anthony davis was pretty much spectacular i think throughout that series lebron was was mediocre for the most part i mean he was he was okay uh, but his impact was probably felt the most um in game five in that closeout situation where he just pretty much took him home um so look that team when you look at them and the way that they're built they're built perfectly so that LeBron can be the fourth quarter closer and Anthony Davis can kind of carry, you know, most of the weight here throughout the first three periods. The question for the Lakers and pretty much the question that a lot of people have had about the Lakers throughout is going to be the role players. Um, you know, it's the Alex Caruso's. Um, it is the uh, the Dwight Howards. It is the the Cal Kuzmans. Um, it's those players, and you wonder, okay, are they going to be able to show up here? You know, is this a situation here where finally the shooting of the Lakers is going to catch up with them? Because in this in this particular finals, and you know, we'll talk about it now going against the Miami Heat, I think that <clears throat> Miami is going to run several different defenses at um, LeBron and these Lakers. I think that they're going to give them zone coverage. They're going to give them man coverage. They're going to give them all sorts of looks. Um, and that's going to work to Miami's advantage because I think with them strictly manning up, it's it's probably going to be a tall order, even though I think that when you look at Miami on paper, they're probably one of the best man-to-man defensive teams I think that we have um, in this league. But I think that because of the, the Anthony Davis factor, um, I, I don't think that you can leave Bam um, or Miles Leonard, because I think that's their other big, 
necessarily leave those guys on the the Allen and Kelly Olenek as well as a big two. I don't think they're going to be able to sustain leaning those guys, leaving those guys on an Allen on a one-to-one basis with Anthony Davis. I think that, you know, Anthony Davis is probably going to to probably have the better of that, even though I think Bam is probably going to give him some some problems or issues on the other end. Um, but I, I you don't want you don't want what happened to um, the Joker to happen to Bam. And that's where Anthony Davis excelled by getting uh, the Joker in the foul trouble, right? Like Dwight and those guys were able to get uh, the Joker into to, to foul trouble. So when you look at Bam in this situation, Bam is a heart and soul piece of the Miami Heat. He is their big and he is going to be one of their best uh, rebounders and scores in the paint, and he is probably going to be their best bet to match up with Anthony Davis. Now, it's not going to be favorable for Miami if Bam is not going to be in the game. Um, you know, when you look at that situation, Bam must stay on the floor, and in order for Bam to stay on the floor, that means that you must run zone coverages along with man coverage. Do I think that they're going to need to throw help defense at Anthony Davis I don't think so I think at times they are probably going to mix it up Um, I can definitely see you know a Duncan Robinson coming down off of a perimeter shooter Um, I can see probably Jay Crowder doubling down because they're going to probably force um, they're going to force the Lakers to beat them um, from the outside I think if you can make the Lakers beat you from the outside in then you then you have a chance there the next thing, too, when you look at the Lakers, they like to run. Um, that's where their clear advantage was. That's where they got Denver. They actually outran them, even though that they were an older team. You know, it's going to be a problem if the Lakers are able to, to outrun the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat like to play at a little bit slower pace, and they like to get you into the half-court basketball. Now, if Jimmy Butler and those guys can continue to get the Lakers into like a half court uh, basketball game, I think that it's going to favor Miami in that sense. Because again, they're going to be able to have the Lakers slow down. They're going to be able to have the Lakers now have to adjust to their half court defensive sets, uh, which is always tougher when the game slows down in the playoffs. Um, and then you're taking away the easy fast break points, which that's going to, to to make it a little bit tougher for the Lakers because now their execution is going to have to be crisp in the half court game. And I haven't necessarily seen I haven't seen the 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 necessary uh, from the Lakers where it's it's just been crisp in a half court game in a slow half court game. I haven't seen that all year. And I think that that possibly could be an Achilles heel here. And when you look at the matchups and how they break down, um, you look at Jimmy Butler coming in, he's averaging 19. Uh, you look at uh, Anthony Davis averaging the 26-1, uh, 25-3 for LeBron and seven. Um, you look at Jimmy Butler about six rebounds. So, I mean, it's about a push there. Um, you look at, at Bam, 15 points a game. Um, and 10 rebounds a game. You know, you look at that, I mean, it's it's pretty even across the board with um, those type of matchups. Um, you look at, you know, the points scored upon, 
Um, you know, just going through the numbers here, it looks like the Miami Heat are 15th, uh, the Lakers are 11th, which means that they're they're slightly better in scoring points, and that's mainly because of the transition um, baskets that the Lakers get. So that's what we were talking about just now with slowing the game down. Um, you look at the total rebounds and how those match up. The Miami Heat are 17th, and you look at the Lakers, they're ninth. Um, they're obviously getting more rebounds per game there. So that's going to be critical. Um, not only are the bigs going to have to box out, but you're also going to have to have the guards kind of drop down and, and box out as well. Um, so I expect Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, those guys to get on the boards. Um, you look at the field goal percentages um, right now, the field goal percentage uh, nod goes to the Lakers um, you look at the Miami Heat, they're coming in at seventh, and that's uh, 46% to 48%, so just a couple percentage points there. Free throw percentage um, favors the Miami Heat. They shoot better um, at the free throw line versus the Lakers at 72%, and that could possibly be a factor, especially if the game gets slow and the game gets tight. Because I think if the games get tight, I think that they favor the Miami Heat. If it does favor the Miami Heat and they're able to, to draw fouls like they've been able to draw fouls, they're able to knock down stuff at the line, which is why they've been so clutch at the end of games because they've been hitting their free throws. Now, this is a, a huge stat right now. You look at the percentage as far as the Miami Heat, they're shooting 37%. And then the Lakers coming in here at 21st, shooting 34%. That is going to be a critical stat to me because, again, if Miami does what I think that they want to do, and that slows the Lakers down and make the jump shooters beat them, you know, Danny Green, all those guys like that, they're going to have to come in and knock down some jump shots. If the Lakers are unable to knock down jump shots it is going to be a very very long series for the lakers and again i think it favors the miami heat um so you know that's kind of the keys to i think this series here um personally if i were to pick a team right now um i know that probably the lakers are going to be the favorites but it is extremely hard to bet against the Miami Heat. Um, it, I mean, it just seems like the perfect the perfect team has kind of come together at the right time. Um, I, I'm going to go with Miami. I, I'm going I'm going to go officially with Miami. okay, so I'm going to say Miami and I like them in seven. I like this series to go seven and I like the Miami Heat in this. I think the Miami Heat, find a way to hang around. I think that they find a way to neutralize the Anthony Davis, LeBron James effect. And I think that they find a way to make the others try to beat the Miami Heat. Um, so I'm going to go with the Miami Heat in seven here. Um, I think this is going to be a tough series. I think it's going to be a long series. Um, I do not see the Lakers just jumping out on the Miami Heat. Um, I, like I said before, I think that people are going to see just how good the Miami Heat are. And I think, you know, this is probably going to be it, it probably, I think, the first real challenge for the Lakers. Um, 
you know, no disrespect to the, the Houston Rockets or the Denver Nuggets who played terrific um, in those series. But I just think that the Miami Heat have a lot of components here that I think that the Lakers have not seen. Um, and I think that this is probably going to be one of their toughest challenges here. So we'll see. I got the Miami Heat to go down here um, within seven to win the NBA Finals. So this has been Real Talk Sports with Rico. Um, and we're getting ready to wrap up the show here. Um, and the last thing I actually want to point out here, and this is just something that I actually kind of flashed up here. Uh, just recently over the hour is that uh, Doc Rivers is out as the Los Angeles Clippers coach. So um, just my thoughts there. I mean, he came in 2013-2014 season, uh, served seven seasons for the Clippers and had some winning seasons. I think put that team on a championship track. Um, Very disappointing exit. I had the Clippers to be in the finals um, and I thought that the Clippers would yeah, eventually beat the Lakers. I thought that that would be a, a real challenge in the West for the Lakers. But they unfortunately lose to the Denver Nuggets um, after being up three games to one. Um, you know, I, I don't think that that was uh, Doc's uh, fault. The reason that they lost the 3-1 uh, lead to the Denver Nuggets. I, I just think that that was a team that just seriously choked. Um, I love Doc Rivers. I hope Doc Rivers gets another coaching opportunity out there. Um, you know, I know, you know, the Pelicans, I think, would be a terrific fit for the for Doc Rivers. I think that him coming over to that team um, that's young, that's talented, um, that's building, that I think, you know, they have the potential to be a winner in the West very soon. Um, especially after that Anthony Davis trade and pretty much all the picks that they have. You know, I think that that's going to be a team that certainly he could take a look at. Um, maybe he moves over to OKC and reunites with um, Chris Paul and they bring some guys over that way too. Um, but it's certainly, I think that, you know, Doc is definitely going to be successful in his next role. I'm not sure where the Clippers go from here. Um, I don't know if changing coaches is going to be the answer. Um, you know, I was thinking for the, for the most part, they needed to just go ahead and run it back. Um, but we'll see, you know, who's out there, who's possibly can pick them up. But, um, you know, that, that's, it was an interesting fire on the day for sure. I think that when you look at Doc Rivers, I don't think it was his fault. I definitely hope that he gets another coaching job and um, tough decision for the Clippers, man. I, it's just where do the Clippers go from here? And you have to wonder, okay, they've moved on from Doc Rivers. Are there other roster adjustments that they're going to make with the upcoming draft and free agency lurking? So um, interesting, very interesting. So, With that being said, that actually is the show for today. So um, for myself, Rico, this is Real Talk Sports. Want to thank Anchor for being our platform. Want to go ahead and thank our sponsors for putting sponsors on the show and our fans that have actually listened in and helped chime in to drive uh, traffic to the show and and also to to also help drive content and and helping us uh, choose our topics and things like that. So until the next show, I want to thank everybody out there for listening and we'll be back.